You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily podcast on the Arizona Cardinals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to a Wednesday edition of Locked On Cardinals. My name is Alex Clancy, your Locked On Cardinals host. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Talked yesterday about David Johnson and how you need to start him if he's healthy. And I know I've gotten a lot of crap for this. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Tell me if you think that I'm right or wrong. If an employee for a corporation or an organization doesn't have the stomach flu anymore or uh, had chicken pox and now no longer has it, probably be shingles if you're an employee of an organization you're not six years old. Would you be like, you know what, take the rest of the year off and we'll pay you? I know that's a loose analogy, but it's kind of what we're looking at in Phoenix. So you start David Johnson if he's healthy. And my three-prong reasoning is because, number one, it will be a better recruiting tool for the Cardinals to show people that David Johnson is still a really good running back. It's the NFL is such a what are you doing for me now industry that Keith, if he sits out the whole year, people are going to be like, oh yeah, he was really good that one year, but what has he done since? He was hurt. Well, what has he done? Do I really want to see just watch tape from you know 365 days ago on David Johnson? Do I want to see what happened at the end of a season before people are starting to become free agents? Ooh, you know what? I'd love to be a receiver on that team because I get a lot of open looks with that play-action scheme with David Johnson getting the ball so much. Oh, you know what? I really love to play defense with that with, with that linebacking core or the front four because my my life would probably be a lot easier than if a team didn't have a running game. That's number one. Number two, beneficial for David Johnson. He hasn't gotten a big contract yet. He hasn't made any money yet compared to what you know many running backs that have been in the league for a long time. Even though they don't make as much money as receivers, defensive ends, secondary guys, linebackers, or quarterbacks, in no specific order. But he still hasn't gotten a big deal. Maybe they'll franchise tag him at the end of next year. So he'll make 12 mil or whatever the market uh, values a running back at with inflation and everything. I think Le'Veon got 12 mil when he franchise tag 11 or 12 when he franchise tag this year. So it would be beneficial for David Johnson because he still needs to prove that he's worth the money. One year does not and a contract extension deserve. You don't you don't deserve a contract from having for having one good year. These owners will try to pay people as little as possible to get them to come back to their team. So maybe David Johnson doesn't want to be a Cardinal after next year or the year after, you know, whatever, if they franchise tag him. This is every time you're on the field, it's an audition for other teams to try and snatch you away. David Johnson doesn't prove the valley anything. It doesn't owe the valley anything. They don't owe the Cardinals anything. Got drafted in the later rounds. Chris Johnson went down three years ago. David Johnson kind of took over the second half of that season and was almost a 1,000-yard rusher and a 1,000-yard receiver yet last year. If he wants to play, you need to play him. And it would be beneficial for the Cardinals because you'll save some face. Draft picks, high draft picks are the most overrated thing in the NFL. The most overrated currency. You never know what you're going to get. You know that you should win games. Players know that they should play their hardest so they can hit those numbers so they can get some bonuses. 
Because if you haven't ever watched the NFL, they get very little signing bonus compared to what their full contract is. It's all incentive-based. David Johnson make a little extra juice if he comes back in place. It's not his ankle. It's not his ACL. It's not his MCL. It's not his PCL. It's not his clavicle. It's not his foot. It's his wrist. He can still run. Bring him back. That was yesterday. Today, start playing Gabbert. Just you should have done it last week. We know exactly what Drew Stanton's ceiling is. It's about as high as the table I'm sitting at right now. He's a nice quarterback. He's been in BA system for his whole career when he was with Indy and now here. But his ceiling is so low that at this point you have nothing to lose. So why the hell wouldn't you just start Blaine Gabbert? You're four and five. You're two games out of the playoffs. I get it. I'm, I'm talking about it like it's fantasy football, like there's actually a chance that they'll make the playoffs, which they won't. It's sad to say, but Blaine Gabbert would actually put more asses in the seats than Drew Stanton. Drew Stanton has looked good the last two weeks. Better than what we thought. And, I mean, last week in Seattle, he looked looked better than Russell Wilson, except for, you know, a 50-yard, 59-yard broken play to uh, Doug Baldwin to pretty much seal the game. For my money, Blaine Gabbert can throw the ball down the field better. He's bigger. He started more games, even though I think he's 9-31 and as a starter. Played in Jacksonville, which was pretty much a college football team. Played for San Francisco last year, but he pretty much was a running back from the backfield, and then Colin Kaepernick came in and take over, took over. You need to make a little bit of a move to get a little bit of a boost to this offense. And the one thing that I will say, and I know it's stupid to say, but it actually holds some weight, no team has any sort of tape on Blaine Gabbard that matters. It's been about 1,000 days since Blaine Gabbard's played a started at quarterback when it's actually mattered for a team where he was actually playing quarterback and not running like the read option out of the backfield. He ain't running the read option with this team. So you go to Houston next week. Bruce Arian says, okay, Blaine Gabbert, you're going to start. He's taking all the first team reps this week so far, most of them. You, t- you bring him there. They go in Saturday. Like, all right, Blaine Gabbert's going to be our starter. Holy crap. The whole defensive team of coaches for the Texans are like, really, wow, they did it. Now we have to go watch stuff when he's in a Jacksonville jersey and in a 49ers jersey, both of which teams were awful. There's actually a little bit of offensive firepower with the Cardinals compared to the Jaguars and the 49ers. So you throw them in, you say, screw it, let's go. We're going to have you throw the ball 35 times. I think Drew Stanton threw the ball 47 times last week. 24-47 for 250 yards. How Blaine Gabbert throw the ball? You have some guys that can run the run the routes on the outside. You have Larry Fitzgerald, who's a quintessential blanket for any underwhelming quarterback. Adrian Peterson, whatever. Andre Ellington, I said for the last three weeks, you have to get him involved more. Get him seven or eight targets a game. Put him in the slot. Put him in the slot opposite side of, of Larry Fitzgerald. And just try and dink and dunk down the field or take long shots. That's what Bruce Arians' whole career has been. You're still going to give Adrian Peterson the ball 20 times because you have to at this point. But Blaine Gabbert has proven that if the offensive line can keep him erect most of the time, he's not awful. He's better than Tom Savage. He's better than Matt McGloin. He's better than all these crap quarterbacks that we've seen that have had backup jobs. He started 40 times in his NFL career. Take away the win-loss thing. Drew Stanton hasn't started a quarter of that. In Arizona, we're looking for anything 
that would spark any sort of excitement now that the Adrian Peterson excitement's over. Now he's just another player who under who underperforms against teams that are average. He played awfully against Seattle. He played awfully against the Rams in London. But you take Blaine Gabbert, you put him under center, and you say, let's go. This is the one game that the Cardinals could win on the road because it's Blaine Gabbert's first one, and there's no tape on Blaine Gabbert. What is Houston going to watch? They're decimated on the defensive side of the ball. Brian Cushing's out because of PEDs, so you lose your middle linebacker. J.J. Watt's been out. They're giving up 100 points a game. They don't have an offense. So this is one game that the Cardinals, I'm picking the Cardinals to win this game on the road, which will put them at 5-5 five and five with three home games in a row. So you give Blaine Gabbert his, his audition in a tough place to play in Houston, but you rely on your defense to hold them, and they played really well against Seattle at home last week. I know it was a short week, and I know everybody on Seattle's defense has been injured. You give Blaine Gabbert the rock, you give the ball to Adrian Peterson 25 times, you get Andre Ellington involved in the short pass game, you get Larry Fitzgerald 15 targets, and that should be a recipe to maintain possession of the ball offensively in an effort to run the clock out and hopefully score more points in Houston. So I think at this point it's a no-brainer. I would have started him last week, but I know it was a short week, and he didn't take any first-team reps. I know it's on the road. I know it's in Houston. I get it. But what are you waiting for? You may as well go all in with the mediocrity of this of this lineup. Drew Stanton's ceiling is about as high as the table I am sitting at. Blaine Gabbert can throw the ball. He's definitely more athletic. So if you need to put Andre Ellington in the backfield and try to read a run option, which is one of the hardest things to do in an offensive scheme that's not built for it, number one, and with a brand new quarterback to the system, that's number two. He's been with the system for 10 weeks now and the offseason. He can get you yards scrambling that Drew Stanton could only dream of. He makes Drew Stanton look like Carson Palmer in the run game. There are some strengths that Blaine Gabbert has that the Cardinals, the quarterback position, hasn't had ever. I mean, I think the closest flexible running back or uh, quarterback that the Cardinals have had, Logan Thomas. And now he's a tight end for Buffalo. I think he scored three touchdowns this year. That That's what it shows that draft picks really don't matter a lot of times because it's so much of a crapshoot. 30% of first rounders are busts. Logan Thomas was a pretty high-round draft pick. So at this juncture of the season, you're four and five, you're two games out in the loss column of the sixth spot. What the hell do you have to lose? Pro Football Focus Edge is giving away a or Pro Football Focus is giving away a Pro Football Focus Edge subscription per show per week for the Locked On Podcast Network. Go to the podcast portion of iTunes, download, subscribe to, search for the Locked On Cardinals podcast, leave a review with your Twitter handle in it, and Pro Football Focus will give away an edge subscription per show per week. Do it. it takes two seconds. Listen to a podcast, leave a review with your Twitter handle. If you don't have a Twitter handle, make one. It takes two seconds. It's free. I don't know if you've been living under a rock. Just go do it. it. takes two seconds, and you can win a $40 value. Pro Football Focus is your one-stop situation for all sabermetric, next-gen stats, player rankings, fantasy football stuff. Go to your go to the podcast portion of iTunes, search for Locked On Cardinals, leave a review with your Twitter handle in it. You could win 
a Pro Football Focus Edge subscription. They're giving away one per show per week. In summation of probably the most vomit-inducing podcast I've done, they got to start Blaine Gabbert. The Cardinals need to swallow their pride, realize that Drew Stanton is not the heir apparent to anything, and put in a guy that started 40 games and take a shot at winning a couple down the line. If you can establish some sort of vertical passing game where you can matriculate the ball down the field, that'll open up holes for Adrian Peterson. It's not brain surgery how teams win games. Ball control, running back. First downs, quarterback, leaves the defense off the field as much as possible, which will yield them to be fresher when they're on the field. It's a beautiful schematic thing that seemingly nobody in the Arizona Cardinals front office or coaching staff has caught on to yet. Start Blaine Gabbert, you win in Houston. You heard it here first. Alex Lancey, uh, Locked on Cardinals podcast host. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. I'll see you guys tomorrow.